0: Welcome to the Stephanie Humphrey Podcast. We are a faith-based podcast featuring biblical teachings, Stephanie Sip and Say, and book discussions with author Stephanie Humphrey. Tune in to hear a word from the Lord and to tap into Stephanie's heart. We hope you enjoy listening and don't forget to subscribe. Blessing. Good evening, and welcome to Be Free Ministries Bible Study. Obviously, it is not a Thursday evening. <laughs> this is Monday night, right? I am totally out of uh, sync as far as my Bible studies are concerned. I would normally be with you on every first and second Thursday at 6.30 p.m., but I actually missed last Thursday, and I am just now getting the time to actually sit down and share the word of the Lord with you, but I didn't want too many more days to go by without me releasing this word. It is a really short word for tonight, and then we're going to dive in a little bit deeper on the first and second Thursday at 6.30 p.m. live here on our YouTube channel and at 8 o'clock p.m. on our podcast. I do want to share with you where I was last Thursday. So the Institute, the National Institute of Environmental Health and Sciences, they have a, a Women's Health Awareness Day every year for the last five years, usually in April on the campus of North Carolina Central University. So last year would have been, I think, six years of celebration, if not seven, but I think six years. And so because of COVID, they were not able to have the Health Awareness Day. And I don't think they're planning one for this year either. But what they have done is they've decided to do seminars to still support women as we um, maintain our health, as we make some adjustments to get healthy. And to do whatever we need to do just to keep this body in working order so that we can live as long as the good Lord allows us. Look, if we get taken out of here, it's not because we didn't take care of ourselves. So the Women's Health Awareness Day supports that, and again, it's sponsored by the National Institute of Environmental Health and Sciences. I had not planned to do a plug for them, but I feel like the information that they have to offer is, is wonderful, is informative. It will help you so much as you're looking to, um, to learn more about your body and to learn to be healthy and live the, the lifestyle you know that you desire to live as a healthy individual. And so I'm actually gonna put their website um, under my, um, when I when I uh, give you my heading for this video, I'm actually gonna put the website there so you can peruse. They do have a few videos of past seminars that they've had. So I just wanted to share that with you because I hope it really blesses your heart and, and again helps you and supports you as you're getting healthy um, for this year and the years to come. So that's where I was last week. Uh, uh, Not Monday, but tonight is Monday. But uh, February is Heart Health Month. So it is a time that we just make sure that we're taking care of our heart, making sure that we're eating um, healthy foods, making sure we're exercising um, and making sure that we keep our stress as low as possible so that we can live a healthy life. And so it was important for me to uh, join that seminar last Thursday. And it was so good. It was so Um, much information, rich information. It has me thinking about talking to my doctor, which I'm going to do. I'm gonna do a little bit of research on my own, but I'm gonna talk to my doctor about my own heart health because it's something, it's a conversation I've never had with my doctor. So I definitely wanna have that conversation and just to see how I can be healthier just in my day-to-day life. I know I need to exercise. That's one thing I am, one area that I'm lacking in. I'm really good about eating healthy. Um, I do have my moments where I want a little, something unhealthy. (laughs) But I make it a point not to keep sweets in the house. Like, the most sweets I have is, like, through my little um, peanut butter snack mix that I get. Um, but, like, I don't buy chips. I don't buy cookies. Or I consider my um, dessert to be fruit. So I'm doing pretty good as far as my eating, but I just need to get up and move, move, move. So listening to that seminar and even looking at what a healthy heart looks like and what a not healthy heart looks like, it was some really good information that I needed, so it was important for me to take that seminar. So I'm sorry that I missed you last Thursday for Bible study, but I'm hoping that tonight will make up for it. It's going to be a very short teaching tonight because I just wanted to share what the Lord has put on my heart um, with you for tonight. So for tonight, we are in the book of Ephesians. I'm just going to give you just a few highlights from Ephesians, but the first Thursday in March. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into the book of Ephesians. We'll be there for the next few weeks during Bible study, just listening to what the Lord has to say to us in the book of Ephesians. So I'm going to go ahead and read it to you in its entirety in the King James Version. And there are a few words that I really want to share with you on tonight and what God is saying about those. And then next Bible study, we'll dive into the history of Ephesians. And a little bit more about what chapter one and possibly chapter two means um, to kind of depending on how, how our time goes. So again, I am in the book of Ephesians chapter one in the King James Version. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestined us, oh, we're going to get into that next week, y'all, or the next Bible study, we're going to get into that predestined, having predestined us unto the adoption, we're going to get into that too, of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on the earth, even in him. Verse 11, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Ooh, I like that word inheritance. Being predestined, there's that word again, predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel, oh my Lord, God worked with all things after the counsel of his own will. That means he does not have to consult us to do anything he does or to say anything he does. He doesn't have to consult us. He works after the counsel of his own will. Verse 12, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ and whom he also trusted after that Ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Spirit. I say the Holy Ghost, but the Bible say right here, the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession, until the praise of His glory. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you spirit, the spirit of wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of your calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what and what is exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion in every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, meaning Jesus, and gave him, Jesus, to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Amen. (laughs) God's word is like so amazing. It's so good. It is so rich. And again, I just want to highlight just a few things in the book of Ephesians. And next Bible study, we will dive a little bit deeper. And there are just a few words that I want us to highlight in the book of Ephesians that the Lord just wants you to hear and receive on tonight. Amen. Those words are blessed, chosen, predestined, adopted, accepted, forgiven, and sealed. Those are such powerful, rich words that we find in the book of Ephesians. And so I share with you this word of encouragement tonight to know that you are blessed. According to Ephesians 1, You are blessed. To be blessed, according to dictionary.com, is to be divinely favored, blissfully happy, contented. You are divinely favored as a daughter of Jesus Christ, well, as a daughter of God, sister to Jesus Christ, and as a son of God, brother to Jesus Christ, You are divinely favored. You are not here by happenstance. God destined for you to be here. And because he allowed you to be here, he speaks over your heart. He speaks over your mind. He speaks to your spirit. He declares to your soul that you are blessed. You are divinely favored. I know sometimes in this life, it doesn't feel like we're favored because we go through tests, and trials and tribulations, but even in the midst of all the turmoil that we go through, God declares on tonight, and tomorrow, and the next day that you are divinely favored. Don't let anybody tell you that you are not favored of God. You are divinely favored. I have a very good friend who tell who will say, "I'm God's favorite." <laughs> I love to hear her say that. She's like, "I'm God's favorite," and I'd be thinking in my mind, "Actually, I'm God's favorite." <laughs> But I love that about us because I feel like all of us are God's favorite because he has divinely favored us, that an unmerited favor that God has bestowed upon us. Again, regardless of how we feel, regardless of what is going on in our lives, regardless of what any other words are spoken over us, the word of, of the Lord on tonight is that you are divinely favored. Clark sister said it best, I'm blessed and highly favored. And you know what? And I love this blissfully happy When I saw it. I was like, God, if I say blissfully happy, your people are going to be like, "Mm, I don't know about that one, but to be blissfully happy. When, when I think about being blissfully happy, I don't think about everything going right in my life, everything being perfect in my life, because we are an un- unperfect people living upon this earth. We have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Not one person has ever walked the face of the earth or will ever walk the face of the earth except Jesus Christ. No, not one. He's the only one <laughs> that have, has ever walked this earth or will ever walk this earth that was 100% perfect. So, within our imperfections, in our weaknesses, in our times of disobedience or whatever, God still declares that we are divinely favored, that we are blessed. I love that Fred Hammond says we're blessed in the city. And the word of God says we're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. We're blessed when we come and when we go, we cast down every stronghold. Sickness and poverty must cease for the devil is defeated and we are blessed. Declare that to yourself. I am blessed. I am divinely favored of the Lord. Chosen means preferred. Wanted or desired. I'm just gonna say this, and parents don't get mad at me. But I feel like sometimes our parents give our children too many choices. Oh my Lord. Sometimes we just give our parent our children too many choices. Now, as an educator, I do give my kids choices. Like I'll say, you want this or do you want this? Do you want to do this activity or do you want to do this activity? You want to do math first or you want to do reading first? You know, I do give them a choice in some instances when I'm teaching them a lesson, but that's a they get one of two choices. And sometimes I'll have to choose for them depending on kind of what's going on. But I think sometimes we... And give our children too many choices, and it may leave them confused or not even really knowing what choice they should make. But God says here that the choice that He has chosen is you. (laughs) You are His choice. (laughs) And so when people make choices, we do it out of our want for that thing or our desire for that. For example, When we go shopping, we get to choose what what blouse we want to buy, what uh, slacks we want to buy, pants, dress, shoes, undergarments. You know, we have a choice about how we want to spend our money, right? We have a choice about what kind of car we want to get, what kind of house we want to live in, who we want to date. You know, we have some options. We have some choices there. And God says his choice, his desire, his preferred person, (laughs) it is you. You are God's chosen. You are God's preferred daughter. You are God's preferred son. You are God's preferred person. You are preferred. You are wanted. You are desired of the Lord. There may have been people in your life that told you you'll never amount to anything, you're just like your whore and mama. You're just like your no good daddy. You're not going to amount to anything. But God's word over you on tonight is that you are preferred. You are chosen. You are wanted. You are desired. He wants to be with you. He God wants to be in communion with you. He wants to be in fellowship with you. He wants to sup with you. As I heard the old folks say, and that something means communing with you. He wants to be in conversation with you. God wants to be in relationship with you. That's why Jesus came to die for our sins, so that we so that we can be restored back in right relationship with God. So God wants you. Huh? Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you will do. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done, what you're in right now. You could be a drug addict and God still declares he wants you. You might be a prostitute and God still declares he wants you. You may be in an abusive situation right now, but God still declares that he wants you. He desires you. He prefers you. He wants to be your father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He wants to be the lover of your soul. Hallelujah. He wants to be your strength and your strong tower and your peace and your joy and everything that you need. God wants to be that for you. He wants you. He desires you. He prefers you. You are chosen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I said this wasn't going to be long. I said, I just wanted to highlight a few things, right? (laughs) And I promise you next Bible study, we're going to dive in a little deeper, but I'm going to give you what the Lord has given me on tonight. The next word is predestined. You are pre, you were predetermined. You were foreordained. You know, uh, this word And I really wanted to get into this in the next teaching, but I'm just going to share this on tonight. I think the word predestined has tripped some of us up because I have not heard anyone say this directly, but I have heard other people say that they have heard, you know, other people say, why should I give my life to Christ? He's already predestined. Who's going to be saved? Who's not going to be saved? Who's going to heaven? Who's going to hell? Well, in all honesty, God predestined all of us. (laughs) to be his sons and daughters. He predestined predestined that all of us would receive Jesus Christ into our heart as our Lord and Savior. He predestined that all of us would want Jesus so that we could have God, so that we can have that relationship, that we can be restored, that again, we can be in right fellowship with the Father. So God predestined all of us to be saved. (laughs) So don't let that word trip you up you are predestined to be a daughter of Jesus of God. You are predestined to be a son of God. You're predestined for that. Now, whether you choose that path or not, now that's totally up to you because God is not going to force himself on you, but he declares that you are predestined. You were predetermined. You are, were foreordained to be here. Yeah, you were predestined to be here and you were predestined or are predestined to be a child of God. Again, it's up to you to accept um, that predestination to be God's son. It's up to you to accept that predestination to be God's daughter. It is totally up to you, but you were predetermined. You were foreordained to be here. Yeah, I have some thoughts about that, but I'm not able to share them at this moment. So I'm hoping to be able to share them at our next Bible study. When again, we dive a little bit deeper into Ephesians 1. You got it. All right, so you are predestined. One of my favorites is you are adopted. Okay, so look. I have two biological parents as all of us do, right? So I grew up with my biological mom and I met my biological dad at 16. And I say biological because there are adoptive parents, there are um, legal guardians or you know grandparents that are parents. So that's why I say my biological parents because some of us have moms and dads that did not birth us, but they're our mom and dad. It's just straight out. They're just our mom and dad because they raised us. They took care of us. They, you know, made sure we had what we needed from a child, you know, up to an adult. And, and so, so I, I have not experienced adoption in any way as it relates to my uh, natural parents, but I have been adopted into the family of Christ, and I love the fact that God adopted me into His family because it, um, it it lets me know that I will live eternally with my Heavenly Father. I won't live eternally with my mom and my dad. You know, I might see them up in heaven. And I say hey, but I will live eternally eternally with God, the father, my spiritual father, my heavenly father, I will live forever with him as his daughter, as having accepted Jesus into my heart and, and now being in the family of God. So we are adopted when we accept Jesus. When we accept Jesus into our heart, we are adopted into the family of God. And one thing I love about God is that he made our adoption so that we would be um, heirs and joint heirs with Christ Jesus, that we will be a part of the family as if we were born into that family. You know how it is for those of you who have been adopted, you know, for your parents, I hope this is the case for you, that um, you feel a part of the family that you've been adopted to. You don't feel adopted. You feel like you were uh, biologically birthed, you know, from these parents. I hope that is, you know, how things are with you as an adopted son or an adopted daughter in the natural, but that definitely is how things are in the spirit. When you receive Jesus Christ into your heart, you um, as your, you receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, then you become a part of God's family. You are, you are a full-fledged member <laughs> of the family of God with all the rights and the benefits that come with that. Amen. It took me a long time to get there, right, <laughs> but you become a full-fledged member. Uh, I'm going to say like a voting member, right? <laughs> of the family that you have been adopted into. And we become, you know, Jesus sisters and brothers when we accept Jesus into our heart and we receive the inheritance that Jesus has. We receive that as well as his um, sibling. (laughs) So God says that you are adopted. Maybe your mom did not want you. Maybe your dad did not want you, which is why, you know, another family adopted you. And, and and I know for me, like, because I'm at my biological dad at 16, I did deal with abandonment issues. I did deal with issues of insecurity, of feeling unwanted. And you may have experienced that. You may be experiencing those feelings right now of being abandoned, of insecurity, of feeling not wanted. But God declares to us that we are adopted, that we are wanted, that he has he has and will take us into his heart and into his family as his own. So that was, that is what adopted means, to take as one's own. You become Jesus' daughter. I'm God. I keep saying Jesus, but you become God's daughter. You become God's son when you accept Jesus into your heart. So you are adopted. You're not alone. You don't have to feel abandoned. God wants you, God desires you. God wants you to be his daughter. God wants you to be his son. He wants to take care of you. As a loving father takes care of his children, he wants to take care of you. He wants to provide for you. He wants to protect you. He wants to make you feel safe and secure in him. That is all a part of the benefits of being an adopted child in God's family. Amen. Amen. Um, So the next word is accepted. And accepted means to be generally approved. (laughs) And I laugh at that because like, I don't know about you, but sometimes even in my adult, there have been moments in my adult life that I have wanted approval. Like I wanted family approval. I wanted coworker approval. I wanted friend approval. I think all of us who have lived upon the face of this earth for a significant amount of time, at least 16 and over, can, um, can say, yeah, I've had moments in my life where I wanted someone to approve of me or to like confirm who I am or to make me feel better about myself, those types of things. But the Bible says in Ephesians 1 that we are accepted. We are approved as a son of God, as a daughter of God, you are accepted, you are approved. Regardless of how you look, you might have some extra pounds on your body like me, you are still accepted and approved. You might um, have a slender figure, you are still accepted and approved. You might have little hair by choice, no hair, by choice or because, you know, other situations, Um, but you are approved. Regardless of how you look, regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what is happening in your life right now, you are accepted. It doesn't matter what you've done, if you've hurt other people, if you have committed a crime even, God is still willing to accept you into his family, accept you into his heart. He is so willing to accept you. His arms are stretched out to you right now, waiting to embrace you, waiting to take you unto his bosom so that he can love on you and pour into you and encourage you and heal you and make you whole and build you up and inspire you and empower you and jumpstart you to be who he has called you to be. God declares on tonight that you are accepted. He will accept you into his family. All you have to do is ask. Surrender your heart, accept Jesus. That's the asking to be a part of God's family. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thine heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that well if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the son of God and receive Jesus into your heart you will be saved you will be adopted into the god's family and into god's family you are accepted into god's family You are generally approved <laughs> in Christ Jesus amen forgiveness is huge so Ephesians 1 talks about being forgiven it means to to grant pardon for or remission of God forgives you. When we give our life to Christ, God forgives us of all of our sins, of all the sins that we have committed, of the sins that we will commit today, because we daily sin. Don't get it twisted. We daily sin. We daily, you know, say something we shouldn't have said or um, do something that we should not have done. So God forgives us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm glad to be forgiving y'all because I have done some stuff in my past. <laughs> and I'm so glad that God for has forgiven me of those past things and those past words and that past harm that I you know, put on other people. I'm glad that God has forgiven me of that, that he has washed me, that he has cleansed me, that he has pardoned me from those wrongdoings and from those wrong things that I've said. So you are forgiven. It doesn't matter what you've done or what you will do. If you ask God to forgive you with a sincere heart, God will forgive you. So forgiveness is yours today. God says you are forgiven. The last word that I want to share with us on tonight is sealed. Sealed means to assure, confirm, or bind with. In biblical times, especially in Old Testament times, the king would, when he wanted to release power or authority to another individual, he would give them his signet ring that signet ring was used as a sealing of that person now being in authority in place of the king. And sometimes that signet was um, used as a signature that the uh, king has made this decree. It is legal, it is what the king has said and it is to be followed. And so when I think about being sealed, I think about being secure. I even think about being finalized. That might be an odd word for you. I use it in my everyday work, but it just being finalized, just being confirmed, being assured that I belong to Christ, that I am his that he has sealed me in him and there's nothing anyone can do or say about it. There's nothing that the devil can do. He cannot snatch me out of the hand of God because I'm sealed in God. He cannot snatch me from my destiny because my destiny is sealed in God. He cannot snatch anything that the Lord has called me to do, who he has called me to be, because I'm sealed. I'm firm. I'm confirmed. I'm bound and assured in Christ so I'm sealed. and So that's all I wanted to share with us on tonight, that we are blessed, we are chosen, we are predestined, we are adopted, we are accepted, we are forgiven, we are sealed. So tune in the first Thursday of March and we will dive deeper into the book of Ephesians. I just wanted to, I really felt strongly about and wanted to release those words of encouragement over you and pray that that word, that those words, God's word will sink down into your spirit so that you will know beyond a shadow of a doubt that according to Ephesians one, you are blessed, you are chosen, you are predestined, you are adopted, you are accepted, you are forgiven, you are sealed in Christ Jesus, amen, amen. And so I encourage you to join us next Thursday on the Stephanie Humphrey channel at 6.30 p.m. Actually this Thursday coming up, it's going to be our Sip and Say with Stephanie It's an opportunity for me to say what I wanna say, what I need to say. And I have a few things that I wanna say this Thursday. So join me live on my YouTube channel. Again, that's the Stephanie Humphrey channel on YouTube live on Thursday at 6.30 p.m. And then on next Thursday, will be our 2021 book study. The book that we'll be reading is called A New Kind of Family. I hope that you can join us. It is a faith-based novel filled with godly principles, filled with prayers. And so we hope that you can join us on the fourth Thursday at 6.30 p.m. to hear a little bit about A New Kind of Family and to listen to me read some excerpts from that is my book, A New Kind of Family, go to our website at publishing.com and you can pick up a copy or Purchase a copy of the book from our website. If you want to know more about Be Free Ministries, you can visit BeFreeMinistriesNC.org. You can also visit StephanieHumphrey.net. Look, if nobody has told you that they love you today, I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. We declare that you are blessed on tonight. And this is Be Free Ministries signing off. In addition to going live on my YouTube channel at 6.30 p.m. every Thursday, I also go live on all podcasts at 8 o'clock p.m. every Thursday. Join me then and don't forget to subscribe. Blessings.